0150811. You can text us on the Temper and Beer Post text machine, double eight double three. Temper and Beer Post like no other. Uh, let's talk with you um, about the weekend that has been, the All Blacks performance, the quarterfinals in general. How do you rate that All Blacks performance? I, I don't know how you define greatness at times. I, but as far as the greatest performance at a Rugby World Cup, it's right up there, if not at the top, isn't it? Yeah, I know the All Blacks put 49 points on Wales in the semi-final of the 1987 World Cup, which is the equivalent of winning like 60 points to nil. That's a great performance. A great performance to win a final by 20 points. A great performance to put 60 on France in a World Cup quarter-final in 2015. Um, those are great performances, but this is for different reasons, different narratives, different angles. So I'd love for you to help me sort of wrap our head around how significant, how big uh, that win is uh, when we compare it to some of the others. Joe, you can go first. Welcome into the show. Yeah, and I, um, probably one of the one of the greatest uh, games you'll ever see uh, for, a, for a lot of reasons in, a, in a, such a crucial match where you had so much pressure from both sides, a country in New Zealand where a lot of people didn't believe. You had the Irish who who were beyond belief they had already put their name on the World Cup. You had players who are retiring, that the Irish team is almost 10 years in the making. Uh, you had snipes from last the last test match against New Zealand, you know, when guys are calling out um, Sam Kane. And then you had, you, you just had the experience stand up at all the right moments. But I thought you found that the Irish just couldn't take their opportunities. You know, I mean, a lot of people are saying in Ireland, how there's a forward pass and A, B, and C. But, but remember, Dan, we, we, played, we played 20 minutes with 40 men against the number one ranked team in the world who were on a heater looking for 18 in a row. You know, so we, yep. we, had, we had a team who came together for an internal cause with a lot of their, their, their staff leaving, and you had guys stand up, and all of that experience, that 151 caps of Whitelock, Kane, you know, Anton Leonard Brown. When was the last time you saw us not clear our bench then? You know, because it was yeah. so close. But in the end, all those correct decisions from Foster and his team came to fruition, and we got over the line, just like South Africa did against France. You know, they played with 10, with 10 minutes without, without their major lock. But... French are moaning about the referees. Irish are moaning about the referees. In the end, they didn't take their opportunities. Now, we've been riveted by referees many times over. The Lions test with the Irish, with the French ref, you know, with the accident offside, it should have been penalty. We should have won that Lions series. But in the end, you've just got to take what you're given and take the opportunities. Fiji didn't take their opportunities then. Therefore, they lost. Yep. Their discipline let them down. Argentina were down 12-0. But they took their opportunities, kicked their penalty goals, got back in it, and then finished over the top. And I think that's what we'll remember about this game. And I think it matches the All Blacks World Cup final 2011 when we beat the French by next to nothing at home. We just stuck in there. We were stuck in the ground. No one, no one was coming through the wall of black. And if you don't bet on black now, people in New Zealand, eh? Turn your TV off, mate. <laughs> Joe, I've got, I've got nothing to say, mate, because you've just nailed it. You've absolutely nailed it. One thing I will say, it is easy for fans of teams that you love and adore. And Ireland are loved and adored by their fan base. As Podrick Harrington said in a video, I, I saw the, the, the great Irish golfer, that this is arguably the greatest thing happening to Irish sport ever. This team, right? 
Um, so you love that team, and they lose. They let you down. It's easy to blame a guy in a white jersey with a whistle, isn't it? It's harder to criticise and critique and critically analyse the players that you love. Doris dropping the, the, the goal line dropout. The, the handling and the accuracy of passing not being to the level they normally are at. They were just off a little bit, you know? And, and sometimes it's harder for those sports fans to acknowledge that, Joe. The other thing, Dan, they were made to be off their game because of the relentless pressure in that first 20 minutes. The All Blacks started fast. Ireland had started fast in every test match, but they got held up a little bit. And the All Blacks stopped yep. them going around the corner, stopped them getting momentum. And in the end, the All Blacks took all their opportunities. And even through some lack of discipline, the All Blacks gave them a chance, but they didn't take yep. it. Yep. And so now, yep. Yep. another right. four years, right, Ireland, Ireland, Ireland won't be in the top what well, is a golden generation for them and you just look at the ages they're going to have a lot of turnover in the next four years I hope the bat because I think this side plays really really good rugby most importantly um, and you know I, I'm not going to solely judge them on the quarter final yeah it is a big part of that story it's a big part of the story but what they've done over a long period of time this is uh, the greatest Irish side that I've ever seen and probably ever will g'day uh, thanks Joe we'll go to Steve Steve morning Oh, morning again. I think yeah, Joe pretty much summed up a, a heck of a lot of, that I was going to say as well. But uh, I think it was one of the probably the, definitely the best performance in, in Foster's era. When you consider the like 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 the previous caller said, the quality of the side that we were we were up against. But more importantly, they went through that game with zero handling errors. And um, I know virus yeah. is over there. It, there was actually light rain at the ground a couple of hours before kickoffs. A lot of dew on the ground. Amazing. If you think back to that France-South Africa game, you say, which was out the gate as well, 17 handling errors in that game. I think eight by the eight by the box, nine by the French, which probably ultimately cost the French at the end of the day. So that is right up there. And I think just the quality of the game, when you win a game of that quality, where you know the opposition are are just so damn good, you know, going into that game. We we were underdogs. I, I didn't think we'd win it, seriously. I think a lot of the, probably even our most honest pundits in New Zealand probably didn't think we were going to win it then. Wow. Wow, I hate to say I told you so. It's, it, it, it is. It's, it's a freaking great performance because I think as all black supporters, we always look for that per- per- perfection. Now, perfection is not all about the about the the size of the score, you know, you mentioned the, the quarterfinal against the, the French. Sometimes the opposition in games don't always turn up, and the French can be like that sometimes. But we knew these guys were turning up. Their supporters knew they were going to turn up. I think it's one of the great performances. And boy, I've got to eat a bit of humble pie over the coach as well. If he goes all the way, man, I think oh, I'm going to be the one that's going to be hiding under a rock. Oh, no, you, 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 you'll, tip your cap, you'll tip your cap to Serene Foster if, if he wins this? Absolutely you will. Oh, ab, ab, absolutely. Yeah, a couple of days later, still buzzing. I know everybody was saying that game yesterday morning was just as good. No, not in my opinion. No. It was more chaotic. It was more chaotic. Um, I, I loved them both, Steve. I loved them both. Really appreciate your thoughts. 0800 150811. Yeah. Um, let's keep chatting to you. Who's next? Cliff, or do we need to get to a break?
We'll go to Cliff. Hey, Cliff. Yeah, yeah good morning. I, th- I think the difference between the two games was the quality of the handling. I think yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, the Irish just didn't have a game breaker quite at the end of that last five minutes. But to have that ball for such a long time, it was over 50 phases. And that was That's what people remember about the game. It was the intensity of, I mean, they, they didn't look... They didn't look like they were going hard enough when they passed. That it was almost they were shuffling, but the way they kept the ball for such a long time, and the way the All Blacks kept on, uh, you know, they just basically doubled up on the tackle all the time, and it fed out and just kept going. But I think the difference, you know, that was a difference in the team. I mean, it was if they had scored at the end and they they scored a try, well, that was the difference. That everyone would have said it was still a great game, and we would have lost. Uh, both sides played well. I mean, like the old French, you know, they they made too many mistakes. Uh, you know, they had, their, they had their chances in the first half to really put something on it. But like I said to Smithy, the tournament teams turn up, South Africa and the All Blacks. That's why we've both won more than everyone else. Because, you know, South African rugby was in the bit of the doldrums a while ago. It's a bit like their cricket. They turn up at the cricket because the guys all want to come back and play, and they staunch up. And same with the rugby. In the World Cup year, South Africa are a far superior team than any of the other three years, and you don't beat them easy. You know, the Ekebeth, he's another Matfield. He's, he is a colossus. And, he you is. know, there was a guy, there was a guy came on uh, SENZ yesterday afternoon about half past three. He was talking to Beaver or one of them. And he went on about, he, he, he was a bit tough on the Irish. He said, oh, that guy there, number seven, he ain't that good. Uh, look, Kane had a great game, but the difference is from the year. You mean the former world player of the year? Sorry? What, Vander, the former world player of the year, Van der Flea's not a good player. Well, that's nonsense. Van der Flea didn't have a great game. He was subbed off to... Van der Flea was very leggy, and that's why I wonder about the minutes he uh, accumulated through the tournament. I wonder if that did catch up with him. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked, Cliff. Back to you. Yeah, I, well, that's right. A lot of these guys have done the hard yards, and, and maybe it counted a bit on them at the end. But to me, the you know, Irish were a solid unit. And at the end of the day, I think it all just... It was just too much for them to to get over that line. You know, it's a bit like the f- Black Ferns. You know, the Irish, uh, the French will be able to kick that goal. We would have lost. It was the margin in it was so little, but they just couldn't break the All Black defence. And and you know, Artie Severe to me is the new goat. He's been the goat in the All Blacks for the last three years. You know, he's the best on field nearly every game. He makes those turnovers that other people won't get. And he damages the opposition. He is a damaging player for uh, for us. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Cliff. Thanks so much for your call. L- Louis will attest us. I, I said to Louis, I'm not sure if we'd had this conversation on air. I think it was off air. I said, Artie Savi has been really good. But Artie Savi hasn't played an Artie game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know those type of games Artie can play. And we need one of those. We got one of those. Thank heavens. Um, a text come here, just out of interest, who was the, in quotations, official man of the match? Well, Artie Savier was, but I, th- I think the underlying tone to that text message is there are a whole lot of players who could have easily walked away with that. Um, 
I was expecting you to chime in, but you're telling me to get to a break. Um, thank you. 16 away from 10, back with more of you after this.